Okay, and welcome back to the HFW Shop Talk podcast. This is episode nine. Have Matt Watson, my dad, back on podcast. Welcome, Dad. Oh, hello. So today, a little bit different of an episode as to what we've been doing or compared to what we've been doing the last couple episodes. Uh, this past week, my dad had a neat opportunity to go to a uh, talk with uh, or presented by Scott Beeler, who is the president and one of the leaders and owners of Wester Automotive Group, uh, which I'm sure most people are familiar with at this point, um, but is the largest dealership in, in Western New York, obviously, but then also actually one of the even one of the biggest automotive groups in the country. Um, and, you know, so it might seem like they've been around for a long time and um, that this is a multi-generation business. But, um, you know, I'm talking with my grandfather, he remembered the days when West Her was one dealership in Hamburg. So I thought it was a really interesting conversation. Um, I guess with, without further ado, Dick, can you just talk about like what you thought, what you took away from it and um, some of the neat points you, you got from Scott? Well, I was just really impressed with the size of the business. I mean, I knew, you know, I knew they had a lot of dealerships. Um, I don't think I realized they had 39 dealerships all in uh, Western New York, mostly Buffalo, some in Rochester. I think he said one in Syracuse. And I certainly, um, if someone asked me to uh, tell them how much in sales Wester did last year, I Sure, sure would not have guessed uh, what they did, but they did about, Scott said, about $3.2 billion in sales last year. Um, so that that was kind of surprising to me, and that's also nice to see a local company uh, do well in Buffalo. Yeah, and I, I think based on the conversation that you had and the notes that you took, um they seem to do it the right way too, right? It seems to be, um, which I think a lot of people, obviously all of us as, um, I guess who we would all be customers of West Terry. You don't necessarily see, um, the other side of it as, as an employee. Um, but dad, Scott talked a lot about that and what, what that means and how that's contributed to their success. Yeah, no, they, they're really, you know, a couple of the main points I got is they're, at least right now, and it sounds like for the last little bit, they've been really focused on uh, recruiting talent and and making and grooming talent. And they have a survey that they take, and it basically lists out the percentage of employees that are um, highly engaged, moderately engaged, barely engaged, and disengaged. And um, you know, Scott presented us. I took a, a picture and. You know, the national average for highly engaged employees is 25%. For Wester, this is 78%. And then moderately engaged, the national average is 40. Um, moderately engaged, and they're at 17. Barely engaged, national average is 30%. For Wester, it's a little bit under 4%. Disengaged, 5% nationally. And for Wester, it's under 1%. So, they really have worked on making that 
the uh, employer of, of choice if you're in the auto retailing business. And his philosophy is that, you know, if you have, you know, good people, your priority is to take care of their people and they will therefore take care of your customers. So, you know, he was saying, you know, customers or employees, number one, uh, customer is second in line. And basically it means if you have happy employees, they will take good care of your customers. So, um, you know, that's one one of the things he emphasized and just you know he listed out their core values which um you know i think a lot of people have core values like this um and 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 really you know it it comes down to just you know treating people well trying to recruit high quality people and treating your customers well and he said this is nothing that uh, you know, he presented to a room of, of about 40 some people. He said, I'm not telling you anything you already don't know, but, you know, companies excel when they become very disciplined doing a couple of, um, couple of things. So he's not telling us anything he, you know, that, that we don't already know. It's just, they've taken a really disciplined approach at recruiting and, and really working with their people. Um, I think more so in the last couple of years because of COVID, um, you know, they've really kind of worked on the employee experience and even got a, a corporate life coach who they have work with certain employees if they're going through a tough time. So I was, I was, um, truly impressed to say the least. Well, I think a lot of what you just mentioned follows closely with, um, some things we already are doing and some things we want to do at HFW. Um, and I think it's, I, well, one, it's inspiring because I, like we talked about, you know, West her in what, like this fifties and sixties was still one dealership. Yeah, they were, they were one, I think they were started in, I don't know, right around 1950, somewhere around there. And they were one dealership until 1987. And he documented a couple of different stages and, and number of dealerships. So it's really been the last 20 years that they've really grown and really scaled. And, um, you know, he said the, the toughest time for him was when they had about 12 dealerships, you know, he said it was easy to manage the business when they had one or two dealerships, but when they had about 12, it was, you know, he felt like they were in no man's land. And, Obviously, they they did some things different, got more dealerships, and then you start getting um, economies of scale, and and things really start uh, rolling. So, um, just you know, just just very impressed, and and also he's you know very big in getting out there and talking to his employees, and also talking to customers. Um, you know, and and a very unassuming guy. He's not one of these rah rah, um, or at least you know didn't come off uh, like that to me, you know, very, um, salt of the earth, down the earth type of guy. Well, I think it's, it's inspiring. It's, it's, we've, I think faced some of the challenges that, that he discussed. And, uh, as we're looking to grow and looking to do a lot of the same things that he's done, um, it all, like you said, it all comes down to basics. I thought it was interesting too, that, um, you had mentioned, 
that, that he brought up, the extent of his education was going to Erie Community College, right? He this, he didn't. He's not one of these people that went to, you know, a very high end school. He and he went to ECC and really I, and learned a lot on the job and learned the basics of treating people, uh, both customers and employees, really really well. And it's it's worked tremendously for their business. No, that's yeah, that's correct. I mean, he joked about the fact he didn't have a four year degree, but um, as I said, a lot of this is is pretty, you know, it's 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 pretty common sense stuff, but, um, you know, he's definitely learned a way to, um, you know, scale his business. And I'm, I, you know, hoping the, you know, hoping to take a little bit away from his talk the other night. Um, you know, cause we definitely, um, you know, definitely want to grow and get into some new applications and, um, you know, that's always, that's always, you know, I'm a big believer. It's always, you always have to try and, um, you know, innovate and, you know, not get stale and not do the same thing year in and year out. And, you know, I think if you do that, you're at risk of becoming obsolete someday when, when things change. So, you know, applications come and go, customers come and go, just have to, um, you know, keep pushing the envelope. Well, I think that's why we talked about how will we apply this to. Uh... Okay, so we had a brief intrusion. Uh, we're recording this at home, and um, our dog Murphy decided that he would like to be on the podcast. Uh, but diving back into what we were talking about, uh, when we're looking at applying what, obviously on the surface, a car dealership's very different from our business. But I think like, like Scott said, this isn't rocket science. It's not specific to their industry. And when you look at, we we've, I think in the last couple of years, refined what we're all about and how we want to treat our people. These things are all fairly simple, but will help get us to that next level. And we need everyone's, we need everyone's involvement and able to, in, in order to be able to do that, we, you have to treat people really well and get that engagement, right? Yeah, no, he, he said, you know, they're, they are really focused on getting highly engaged people. And, you know, that comes with creating a good cor corporate culture. He does a lot of recruiting. Um, you know, he's always talking to other dealerships and, you know, potential employees that try and sell them on, you know, why, you know, why come to work for Wester and when you're time to retire, you know, time to retire, why should you give your, you know, um, sell your business to West Her, and it just, you know, comes back to really trying to focus on people and and trying to find, you know, highly engaged people or or even moderately engaged people, as he said, and and what he's doing, uh, the the numbers he presented, he said were on par with uh, Toyota. Uh, he said he had just met someone. I don't know if it was the CEO or someone high up from Toyota, and and I think they're they were comparing numbers and their engagement numbers were very similar to Toyota. So uh, just, just very impressed by what he's doing. It just comes down to, you know, just, it doesn't matter if you're a car business or your machine shop or, or restaurant, whatever, if you have, you know, highly engaged employees, that's going to translate to, you know, in most cases success um, because those highly engaged employees will, 
um, you know, engage with your customers and treat them well. And, and, and that's a recipe for success. Yeah. And so I guess the point of, of this podcast was one, just to talk about a business that I think we all are familiar with at a basic level and, and explain what was, what's been the science behind their success. Um, and I guess the, obviously the spoiler is that it, it wasn't really that complex. Um, but also like, as we look for examples of how we want to grow as a business, um, both I would say financially, obviously, um, going from one dealership to $3.2 billion in sales, um, you know, replicating that to some degree in our industry is I think what our long-term like really big goal would be. Um, but then with people as well, um, I, I think we, we've talked about it in some of our marketing materials when we go to speak to um, prospective employees at job fairs and um, in interviews. And, and what we're telling everyone is, is we really want to be um, the employer of choice for skilled machinists, welders, operators, engineers, uh, pretty much anyone that interacts with our business. We want to make sure that people are extremely happy. And, and being a smaller business, I think we can be more attuned to um, individual people's needs. And um, this is something that's that's high on our priority list. So I thought it was it was cool that you got to see someone who's, um, I guess he himself is a little bit behind the scenes, but obviously West Her is, is a, uh, a staple of Western New York business. So um, cool to see, I think, that how, how that relates and, and what we can apply from um, your takeaways from Scott. No, I was, I was, I was very impressed. So it was definitely worthwhile. All right. So I think that's it for today. We just wanted to do a brief overview and, and I think communicate some of what our goals are and, and, um, you know, companies that are, are doing great work and that we want to emulate in some degree. And, uh, certainly West Her and Scott Beeler are a, a great example of that. Uh, and so without further ado, thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks.